Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thank you for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you will start to see weaknesses become strengths. You will begin to see and feel greater light come into your life. I am Stephen, and thanks for joining. I'll be your host for this episode, which is called The Guide Dog. Now, this is a special episode. It's what we call an understanding, but it's also a spot. It's a spot if you guide others foolishly. Now, it's a little bit longer and a little bit more in-depth than some of the other episodes, and it's so named for a very specific purpose. By now, you've listened to a number of spots episodes, and you've probably started to better recognize these spots that we've been sharing with you as you go throughout your day. If you've been following the guidance shared in each of these spots by working to remove your spots, then there's no doubt you're starting to feel a burden lifted from your shoulders. It feels pretty good, doesn't it? Just remember, it only gets better. Have you ever seen a guide dog in action? It's really pretty incredible to watch. They move in and out of high traffic areas, literally taking their owner by the hand to get them safely to where they need to go with the greatest of care and love to the ones being led, all while protecting them from the things which are unseen. So in this episode, we have a special treat for you, your own guide dog, to help you navigate spots as you continue to progress. And like all good guide dogs, this episode will guide you and help you take a closer look at your spots so that you can better define them and see them for what they really are. You know, whether the spot or sin is great or small, it doesn't matter. It's a spot nonetheless. And we should want to remove it, as if our favorite outfit had a giant smudge on the front of it. After all, aren't we more valuable than our clothes that go out of style? And as you learn how to recognize and continue to remove your spots, you'll begin to transition from being guided to becoming a guide to others, helping them recognize spots helping them navigate situations or obstacles which they normally wouldn't be able to do. You, in turn, have become guides of truth and light. In a manner of speaking, you've now become the guide dog to those around you. That's pretty cool. Think of it this way. Each day we might be involved in spotting or staining ourselves and choose not to see it. Or we're just simply not paying attention. Why do we constantly burden ourselves and others and carry loads of heavy stones around and don't relieve ourselves, or even free ourselves and put them down. Here's what I want you to remember about being a guide to others. If you're found misdirecting others with whom you've been made stewards over, be it a friend, a parent, a teacher, you become blind guides, or as the scriptures state, dumb dogs. In many ways, we too often dismiss inappropriate behavior as the way to be, or how things really are as if we are unable or incapable to change, let alone expect ourselves to follow the Savior's path. We also think that what God has clearly laid out for us is not possible or way too much to ask. Maybe he's not serious about the commandments, or maybe you're thinking, I'm an exception, especially with all my excuses. I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's kind of what we are thinking when we go along in the semi-unconscious state 
spiritually numb to the promptings of the Spirit trying to tell us the truth about what we're doing and what will happen at the end of the path. Here's a favorite theme of so many people. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Another common thought is this. I can repent later. But this holds a great surprise when eventually there's no tomorrow. Or the tomorrows that you're headed to ends up in a place that you can't seem to get out of. When your choices have robbed you and you realize too late of what really matters and lasts. The things you want to keep forever are gone one way or another. What you thought or believed would give you freedom and happiness ends up becoming your own personalized prison. In all of his creations, some ask the question, how is God even aware of me, that he even cares or notices? Yet, Christ in fact gave his own life for me and for you. As if you were the only person to him, he suffered and died for you. There are in God's eyes none that are greater than another. No great, nor small. There are none that are viewed as insignificant in his sight. Greatness lies in the humble submission one gives to God's will in all things. For those will be the ones who will dwell with him in his kingdom forever. We become helpless when we live our lives in sin, and we become Satan's slaves as well. There should be no self-esteem issues in our life that last if we have a real relationship with our Heavenly Father if we know him, because he knows us. For we would strive to be more obedient because we love him and have all of our faith and trust in his words and promises that will not falter nor get off track, but stay on his proven path. What does it mean to be unspotted from the world as the scriptures state? It means to be clean from sin by sincerely desiring to repent that we might find worthiness through the atoning blood and sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And then let us place before us God's holy standard and strive to learn to recognize every spot and fiery dart of the adversary, to be worthy of God's almighty arm to protect ourselves from all the many stains of sin by learning to overcome the myriads and diverse temptations of the world. That's a little bit about what we've been trying to do with spots, is to teach you these myriad and diverse temptations. The following in the book of James in the New Testament of the Bible is found in one of the most simple and straightforward treasures of counsel given on this topic of what we can do to arm ourselves and even to protect ourselves from sin and all of the destructive outcomes. If we would only heed this counsel and strive to live it throughout our journey here upon this earth, as promised, the devil and his emissaries would flee from us. They would totally flee. And here it is in James chapter 4, verses 7 through 10. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. You know, the image that this conjures up in my mind when I read it is Satan cowardlessly trying to sprint out of sight before being caught. Now, you know that cowards always run. They never face their foes. Like thieves getting caught unexpectedly at the crime scene, they try to escape in their haste to flee rather than getting caught. And they end up having to leave behind the very treasure for which they risked everything in their lives 
in order to illegally get something that isn't theirs. Satan will flee and not even try to interfere if we're centered in Christ and strive to follow him in righteousness. We know Satan is bound by righteousness and faith in God. If we could only be wise enough to always live and keep ourselves clean, as James so perfectly wrote. This is our wake-up call from God himself, by the mouths of his holy prophets. We need to wake up. A spiritual wake-up call to what is really in our hearts and in our minds and our souls. And a desire to repent. And through the atonement be forgiven and remove any spot that is staining our soul. Many of us have forgotten each one of us will stand before God someday and face the real truth of our most inner thoughts and private actions. Everything that is the real truth, the unedited version of our mortal life, it'll be there. There'll be no retakes. Just the truth as it really happened. Each of us will have this moment as we stand before God. Now think of it as a black box, such as the ones they find in airplanes that hold the recording of what really happened if a plane ever goes down. It's real. So is the absolute truth and record in heaven that is inside each one of us. There's no getting around it. At some point, the masks must come off. The truth will be shouted from the rooftops. Every lie will be shown for what it really is in the light of truth. will be uncovered in our lies and truths. At the final judgment, the books will be opened, the complete and perfect books recorded in heaven, even the hidden record of our hearts. All the secrets man has held in safety from those around him will come forth in their reality and true identity. Remove your spots so this record will reflect where your heart is at this time. Only God knows perfectly these spots within each of us and how and why we got them. Only by the gift and whisperings of the Holy Ghost to the humble that desire the truth can we know the truth of all within us and what we can do and by what means we can overcome or even be cleansed of their stains in our lives. Keep going. Continue learning of spots and never stop working to rid yourself of every spot until the stains come clean and remain clean and be the guide to those around you. We hope that you've heard the Spirit or felt the Spirit of God urging you to cleanse your life as you've listened to the various spots in the podcast series. There are a few easy steps to remove the spots from your life. The process isn't hard, and once mastered, you will use the process over and over again, going deeper into your soul to be clean and spotless. The first step is to start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life you need to get rid of, repent of, or be healed from. You will know your list is complete when you feel you have included all the items that come to mind. The next or second step is to take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit, because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit, so feed your spirit what you want to become. Third, you've identified the spots. Now let's get rid of them or cast them off. Here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. As you pray, ask God to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Remember, it gets easier. You may have heard this teaching by David O. McKay in one of the previous episodes. Your weakest point will be the point at which Satan tries to tempt you 
and will try to win you. And if you've made it weak before you have undertaken to serve the Lord, he will add to that weakness. Resist him and you will gain in strength. He will tempt you in another point. Resist him and he becomes weaker and you become stronger. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, stresses, and concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. It'll only bring you continued suffering, poor health, and distress to carry them. The last or fourth step. Once you've finished steps one to three, start the process again. Only this time, you're going to travel a little deeper into your soul, searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface so that you'll see them. This is truly a personal experience with you and God as He helps you in the cleansing process. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourself of any and all spots. Then move forward by using the atonement of Jesus Christ each and every day to keep yourself unspotted.